We're live. We're live, Sawyer. Oh, we're live. We're live. We are live. <laughs> are we live? We are live. We are live. We love skateboarding. We love life. We thought we would talk about it and share what we have to say with the world. Life is skate talk. No pros, no sponsors. Just three aging skaters desperately clinging to their youth. <laughs> we need to introduce ourselves too, right? <laughs> I'm Jin. I'm a working professional, if that's what we call what I do. <laughs> I look at the computer all day and talk with people all day on my computer. And that's what I do. Over to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm John. I'm 38 years old. And I was thinking about this while I was watching videos recently, but I've been skating since 1996, which was the first time that swishy pants were cool. So now we're back in the resurgence, True. but. Full circle. Yeah. True. Born again. <laughs> circle of skate life. Yeah. I'm Sawyer, resident skateboard attorney here, consumer of skate media. I feel like some comments are going to come out today. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to kick this off. (laughs) We have a would you rather that we would like to go through. And today, I believe Sawyer has something for us. All right. So this is a pretty straightforward would you rather. So I'm just going to get into it. Would you rather do kickflips for the rest of your life and never be able to do a heel flip like ever again? Or heel flips for the rest of your life, you know, never be able to do a kickflip again? Regular or switch. So you kind of have to pick. (laughs) Man, that is tough. That is tough. Easy one for me, for sure, obviously. I think you guys know what I'm going to pick. I'm going to go heel flip. Seriously? Yeah, I'm going to take heel flips. It's a bit of a surprise, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, like kickflips are so classic, right? They're like the trick that, that you're supposed to learn. I don't know. I just... I think if I had to pick one or the other, heel flips are just a little more uh, funky, I guess. I don't know. They, like, uh, I don't know. I'm going to go heel flip. It's probably an unpopular decision, but I feel like they, um, I like the style when I see people pop like a really good heel flip. That's just like a little off kilter, a little sketchy. And um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I really like that trick. So I'm going to go heel flip. And you said unpopular, but I'm actually going to go heel flips too. Uh, it's, it's a really, really close call for me, but the thing that pushes me over the edge for heel flips are fakey heels. And the way that feels for me, at least, yeah, they feel amazing. So I'll have to go with that. Damn. I'm the odd one out. I, I, it's easy <laughs> for me. Kick flips for sure. Just comfort level wise, uh, how they look. John, to your point, the classicness of it. Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine my life without me being able to kick flip regular or switch. So, and funny enough, I learned how to heel flip first. I couldn't kick oh, yeah. flip. I learned how to heel flip and then I learned how to do a kick flip body varial before I could even kick flip because I guess I would turn my shoulders all the time. Yeah, yeah. And then after studying mainly Kerry Getz and Ryan Galan and a couple <laughs> others afterwards, it's like, okay, I'm going to work on this kick flip because I really like when I caught them, when I was able to do them again inconsistently at first they still felt really good and then yeah yeah. 
solid foundational trick. So yeah. anyways, there you have it really quick kind of would you rather, but I'm, I, I guess I will say a bit surprised that both of you picked heel flips. I thought, <laughs> I thought Jin would pick kick flips for sure. Cause that clip, like when I was thinking about the question, actually, I thought, I thought we would all pick kick flip because I, the last yeah. clip that Jin, that you sent, you did a switch kick flip and it was level. It was nice. I was, I was like, okay, yeah. that looks good. And uh, John, the, the clips you sent at the park, right? There was a there was a kickflip in there. I didn't see a heel flip. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Like, yeah, I, was like, I haven't I haven't revisited heel flips yet. I gotta <laughs> I gotta get on that. But think about think about Stevie Williams switch heel flip. That's true. Like, like is there a better flip trick ever yeah. captured on film than that switch heel? I, I think it's in that chocolate ad, right? Yeah. He's just skating flat and he switch heels and it's just amazing. It's but. floaty, popped, everything stylish. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I only switch kick so I can hopefully learn switch heels one day. <laughs> <laughs> you mean for the for the balance? I'm like, they're kind of opposite tricks, right? Like <laughs> well, I learned kick flips first and then heel flips. So Okay. Just so following uh, just that, that yeah, it's the, the progression process, yeah. yeah. I I I I don't know. Like I I think I learned like I don't know, full disclosure, like I'm horrible at flip tricks and it took me a long term, a long time to learn both of them. But um I think I could spin heel flips and get closer to landing them before I could get kick flips, but I think I actually landed kick flips before I got heel flips. I don't know if that means anything but i don't know <laughs> and end <laughs> segment over we can start talking about our episode what do we got what do we have episode seven that's right yeah. We did talk about skate gear previously, and our ambition was to talk about all of the skate gear, but we only managed to go through skate decks. So today we'll cover the rest of the gears. And yeah, let's go into the details there. This is coming yeah. from a completely, well, maybe not completely, but out of industry perspective for most of us. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think subjective, right? Like we. Yeah. We have our own our own ideas based on our experiences. And, and I think probably those ideas are even a little different from each other right? based on the stuff that we've chosen to, to check out over the years. So Yeah, based off of what we used, I guess, as opposed to being sent goodies and yeah. gift boxes yeah. and, and yeah. loot all the time to, right. you know, to, to try out or whatever. Yeah. There's a limited amount of... For sure. You know. Which w- we will accept those things. Anybody Absolutely. who wants to send us <laughs> yeah. free products, we're down testing product you know taking <laughs> pictures with product saying how yeah. product is great even though it's not we're all down for all, you know, <laughs> all that is bar is low airspeed <laughs> uh, right. shoes are we that low yeah, we'll take them and we'll sell them right i think i think we can do that <laughs> the old flipping game can you can you sell those though I feel like <laughs> that's a good, like that's a good question or... yeah well i figure you can any, anything sells on on kijiji or ebay right <laughs> yeah yeah you just got to phrase it right yeah. Let's talk about bearings. Just first question within the bearing section. What are the best bearings you've ever ridden? 
What do you look to for when you choose your bearings? And do you have any particular habits or quirks with your bearings? Yeah, best bearings I've ever ridden. Like I, I think I mentioned this before. I had a set of Black Panthers that were really, really nice. But like I said, I only skated them for a, a really short amount of time. So I don't know what they would have been like in the long run. I also have a set of, of mini logo bearings, which are you know basically as cheap as you can get. And they've outlasted a lot of the more expensive or higher rated bearings that, that I've tried in the past. So yeah, those are probably the top two that I've ridden. As for like quirks and things, I, I have like issues with colors and things like that on my board. So I, I really like it if I can find bearings that are silver or black. Um, I just think they look right. When I have uh, colored bearings in, it always kind of bothers me a little bit. Uh, so those are, that's like, I don't know, the worst criteria you could have for like a, a component on your skateboard. But um, I just, yeah, I want them to be silver or black. And, and then beyond that, um, like I, I've always, I've paid attention to the ABEC ratings and I've, I've assumed that the higher ABEC, the better the bearing, but I've also heard that it doesn't really matter that much. So yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really have a good system for picking out bearings. I, it's more or less whatever is black or silver and within my budget, that's kind of what I go for. I'm, not, I'm also not good. Like I, I'm horrible at, at taking care of my bearings. I just kind of run them out until they feel like they're fading and then look for some new ones. Have your bearings ever broke on you in the past? I've had, so yeah, like I, I'm trying to think I know I've had a bunch that have like lost shields and stuff like that. I think I've had a couple that have that have seized, but I don't remember like off the top of my head what brand they were or anything like that. I think like hands down, like the the worst bearings that I've skated were actually like the diamond. And I don't know if they're different now than like than the ones that I read. I I, I the ones that I'd ridden. I I also don't know what model it was that I had, but they were silver bearings that came in like the little jewel case that you opened up like like jewelry and they they had the the bearings inside them and uh they were just bad like from the start like they were slow they they didn't maintain like the role like they were just horrible bearings that was a letdown because i was actually like really hyped to, to pick them up and try them out and then they were trash I, i've heard other people say that they worked so i don't know if i got like a bad yeah. set or something like that but but yeah for me those were those were just horrible it's probably going to come down the line too but getting bad sets or like just a bad batch seems to happen sometimes in this industry but yeah, yeah. Is, yeah 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 i mean i've had my fair share of popped bearings and bad luck <laughs> with <laughs> stuff that's marketed that's supposed to be great bearings i mean when i was younger i think i had a, some speed demon bearings maybe those sucked spitfire ones <laughs> were bad bones seem to be pretty good powell swiss you know the swiss bearings you can't really go wrong there i think i've that's probably the ones that i've used the most i've had a few bronson as well those are good bronson bearings. Oh, yeah. i've yeah. been skeptical of them i don't know i don't know why um but i've, I've just for some reason i've i've uh yeah, I've just been skeptical, but that's Boston good to hear. And yeah, on delay bearings, I wanted to been, keep wanting to try, but you know, if you can get hooked up with Bronson or Bones or whatever, I just I don't really go out of my way to to get on delay bearings. Kind of have a cool team, I guess, right? So yeah, <laughs> it's like you know, Jin, you mentioned that. Asked the question, have they popped? I've been on sessions where they've popped, and I don't have a backup, so I'd be riding a wheel with only one bearing. 
and and then it'll pop out and I have to kind of shove it back. It sucks. And so there was a point in time where I didn't want to skate with a backpack or bring even a backpack to a, to the spot. So I'd have like an extra bearing in my pocket just in case <laughs> that it would pop so I could just put it put it there. And one time it actually worked out because I was downtown uh, skating pond and one of the pond locals, Noah T, right? He's like, he needed a bearing and I had one. I was like, oh, here, it's like, <laughs> it's in my pocket. You could have it. So, cause he popped oh, one too on the, yeah. So, yeah. so that, that is fortuitous. Good luck. <laughs> my good luck. How crazy, to good use. Yeah. How crazy must that have, have seemed to him to be like skating and, and you pop. Oh, he was super and then, appreciative. And then this guy's just, just like, like, yeah, I got one. Yeah. <laughs> There's that. And I've been asked for shoelaces before where sometimes <laughs> I'd have two that I use for a belt and I'd be like, Oh, here, just have one. Like, so it's, so it's easy to, <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> but that, so here's a little bit of a, ingratiate yourself with the locals, right? Uh, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, Hey, if a friend and gear guy, <laughs> take off your, your belt, you know, take off, <laughs> get an extra bearing in there. Um, Wait, you still I was gonna use say, I was gonna shoelace share. belts? Yeah, dude. I still, <laughs> should, I, should, I, should I stand up and show you guys? <laughs> right, right, right here. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah, shoelace belt right here. Yeah. <laughs> So for a nine say the, definitely missing out. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I, I always loved about the shoelace belt was how you could like tuck it through the buttonhole so that it wasn't oh, like sitting yeah, yeah. on top of your pants. Right. It was just like, felt like yep. part of your pants. But, yeah. <laughs> Man. Been, yeah. I've been rocking the shoelace belt for God knows how long it's uh, my wife doesn't reprove of that at all, but <laughs> But it's been going on for a good, you, you know, twenty plus years, so it doesn't look like it's stopping anytime soon. Do you rock it? Do you rock it to work with the suit? Yeah, the uh, full not suit, the, but not just with the, the shoelace belt. Not not during <laughs> suit days, no. But uh, pre-pandemic, like going into work, yeah, because we we dress pretty casual to work. So okay, okay, uh, yeah. So it doesn't doesn't really stick out. I was going to share a, a bit of a skate hack or life hack, skate related, with you guys. What I used to do was I'd buy rollerblade bearings and put them in my skate wheels because mm-hmm. they're all, I mean, we'll get into ABEC, but you get two for one. It's double the value. <laughs> you have- That's not core though. Dude. That's not core. <laughs> it's a secret. It's a secret. Because <laughs> you'd pay the same thing for them, but you get two sets right, essentially, right? Because, right? you know, left foot, right foot, it's like, I don't care. I can use one now and then, you know, I'll keep a few in my pocket or whatever. <laughs> so it's, yeah, you always yeah. have- but it worked out and I believe those, I didn't, I don't even know the brand. I just bought what, you know, what was available. And I believe they were probably ABEC 3, ABEC 5, but uh, I think we need some science. I can be the resident <laughs> Professor Sawyer for, for now. Do you guys know what ABEC actually stands for? You know what? I used to, I, I like, I remember reading up on it, but I don't remember. Me, me too. So I did read up on it before and I was like, is it some sort of engineers? So here's it's annual bearing engineers committee that was established years ago. Uh, part of the I, love, anti- I just love that there's a committee for that. <laughs> there is. Yeah. Part of, part of the anti-friction bearing manufacturers association. And basically you're absolutely right, John, it comes down to this. ABEC one to three, probably the, it'll suffice. It's like, it's like all you need for skateboarding. Anything right. above that, ABEC 7, ABEC 9, ABEC 9,400, it's like, doesn't matter because for high precision stuff, if you're going to go to the moon, 
yeah, maybe you need those high precision bearings. I was like, yes, you know, skateboarding is a pretty non-precise activity in terms of how the wheels and bearings work in a very simplistic, you know, wheel and axle type of simple machine. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's all marketing, right? The the other thing... The other thing I'd heard is that um, the rating actually has nothing to do with the actual quality of the bearing. It's just the degree to which it's been tested. So it's been like, it's been tested and and certified to meet the ABEC three standard or whatever, but it might be as good as, as any bearing that meets Mm -hmm. the ABEC nine or whatever. So yeah, Yeah, maybe that's, that could be total misinformation just to be clear. It's like, (laughs) but that's what I've heard. Yeah. what I've heard was that it's the speed and that's, I guess what was ingrained, but now I know better. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe worse. Who knows? <laughs> I, I'll happily take your ABEC nines though. I'll swap, I'll yeah. swap you some. <laughs> <bearings>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't have any particular habits though. So no real, I don't pop the shields out. I think I did for a few back in the day, but I prefer the shields on so that sand and dirt and stuff doesn't really get into them. So I feel like they last maybe a bit longer. (laughs) (laughs) But as far as preference, either Swiss or yeah, Bronson were pretty good. Bones. Yeah, definitely no more speed demon. I think those were even, I think those were camo. Like they had the camo shields. Did you put them on your wet willy board? Oh man. (laughs) On my Powell board. <laughs> with, with some tensor trucks with a little slide pad. Yeah. The, oh, man. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, again, like full disclosure, I had, I had tensors with the slide pads. So. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> I did do for a good, I think two or three trucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's okay. We'll get into trucks in a bit, but this is, this is, this is good stuff. This is good stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's all I had on bearings pretty much. Pretty straightforward. I mean, not, nothing too crazy bearings wise. Right. Me, me too. I'm, I'm going to keep it short then. Swiss bones, best bearings for me. Just a bit of history. I, I think, I don't know what it started off with, but I remember going through Lucky's. Do they still exist? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. Oh, well, some I, reds. I so. And the Lucky's popped. The reds broke for me too. I think they popped as well. It's always the crooked grinds. I, maybe I do them wrong, but that specific bearing always pops and the Swiss never did. So I just decided to stick with those and... I actually clean them maybe once every six months or so. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Maybe maybe even more, um, depending on my mood and if I have the time. And yeah, clean them up, put in some oil, and then they're set. The fact that you clean them and lube them up, like I, I don't do any of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I'm still using the same bearings that I. I hope I'm not lying. Maybe for two or three years. Oh wow. Yeah. Jeez. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I've been changing my bearings every time I get new wheels and that's oh, every no. six months, maybe, you know, so. Man, you guys, you guys use a lot of products. You got to not skate so much like me. So that you, you mean, you get you mean Sawyer, Sawyer does, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jin's been using it for three yeah, years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> bearing manufacturers do not like gin. No, no. Well, I mean, that's why I stay true and committed to Swiss bones. So if, if I right. do get another pair or set, yeah. I also read somewhere that George Powell was an engineer and when he came up with or re-engineered or modified the Swiss bearings that I think he focused on a couple of elements within the, again, I'm, I'm not sure how true or whatever it is, but uh, made them more skate centric. 
in terms of the pressure, I guess, on different parts or may, maybe use different materials or different lubricants or, you know, but that's what I heard anyways. I love, I love how half of this segment has just been like rumors that we've heard that may, may not be true. <laughs> hey, if it's on the internet, then it's got to be true, right? Or if it's, if it's if even better, if you're at a skate shop, you know, picking out your deck and you overhear some conversation, you're like, oh yeah, you know, that's just, George Powell designed these bearings. It's like, okay, cool. And then it sticks with you. It's like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah so yeah. I heard that, that, you know, these bearings are engineered in a certain way. Yeah. And it's like, you know. Yeah. Oh, maybe here's some, it's personal experience and, helps with the longevity of my bearings but sometimes after a session i'll clean the bearings with tissue just the outside so really easy i'm not taking anything off and then i'll put some oil in and then turn the wheel so that the oil goes through and everything and then just leave it like that so it's like a right. easy cleaning session i, don't know. Wow. I find nice. that helps that's You're commitment that's good yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well because the bones are pretty expensive, right? So at the yeah, same yeah. time, I don't want to. That's wanna, true. Yeah. 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 I don't want to break them. And right. Maybe part of the reason why I avoid crooked grinds sometimes. But, anyways. As we expand further from bearings, wheels, what wheels do you guys skate? And I guess there's a few things to consider around the wheels, right? Like the shape, the size, durometer, and so on. What kind of preferences do you have? And what kind of skate wheel do you skate? <laughs> <laughs> preferences definitely Spitfire, Formula 4s as hard as they can come, the street formula. It used to be the street burners before that, but Formula 4 is a thing, took over. I believe they're listed at 101A, but hardness for urethane yeah. only goes up to 100, I think. So anything above 100 is- A lie. yet again, yeah. <laughs> All fake news. So I found that, yeah, anything 99A, 100A, like, you know, the hard street formula wheels, again, preference for Spitfire is what I skate and what I prefer. 50, 51 millimeter goes 51. nice with my thunder, okay. thunder trucks. Ah, I, that makes could, sense. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I was just yeah, going to no, say, yeah, I can't, yeah. can't do any bigger really because the thunder trucks are, my 147s are listed as highs, but it's like a mid truck, right? My first wheels though on the Grind Kings were 54 millimeter and they were conical. And I didn't really, I didn't know any better, but yeah, after I got a couple of other, sets of wheels, then you, know, yeah. you start knowing what you like, obviously. And I prefer slimmer wheels than the fatter ones. I think mentally helps lock in better for certain grinds on rails when I do do rails, but I just find that it's lighter feeling and uh, better for power slides and blunt slides too. <laughs> I think it makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. I heard something I'll share with you guys, like pretty interesting. It came up on my, my YouTube feed a few days ago and it was the nine club not the full episode i think it was just conversations with mm -hmm. chris joslin and he was talking about you know a couple of different i think it was kind of talking about gear actually or maybe a segment of it was on gear and he had mentioned that for wheels even the shape of the wheels would affect how you do 360 flips for example so if the wheels were a bit rounded mm -hmm. you it affects your scoop 
So it might be easier to scoop, but for a rounded edged wheel, it may also make your big spins easier to have the board flip over. Um, mm. And I found that super interesting because like that minute, you know, detail, yeah. that level of nuance for the muscle memory or how you uh, are accustomed to flipping or scooping your board. Yeah. It makes a difference. But again, I think it makes a difference for the first few sessions or, you know, first few times you do, I think you get, you could readapt, right? Right. Pretty malleable in that sense. Um, pretty elastic, but yeah. Yeah. Just thought I'd share. It was pretty, pretty interesting, but for me, yep. Pretty straightforward too. hard street wheels, spitfires. As long as they don't flat spot too easily. Good to go. Yeah, that's been kind of my uh, approach to not like not with Spitfires, but um, I always wanted them to be as hard as they could be. And uh, again, like I don't know how I developed this preference, but I was I always wanted to skate 53s. Honestly, I think what happened was the first time that I had to go out and like buy my own set of wheels new, I bought 53s. And then I was just like, this is it. Like, this is the size I'm, I'm going to skate. Um, so, so I got used to that and um, I skate 53s, skate them as hard as I could get them. I like, like the thing I like about hard wheels, uh, I think is that it gives me like the illusion of speed because <laughs> I can't, I can't yeah. handle real speed, but like um, when you're, when you're skating harder wheels, they're kind of sketchy, right? They're a little bit like squirrely and you lose contact with the ground easier and stuff like that. They feel faster than they really are maybe. So I, th I think that's why I like the hard durometer wheels. I, I was kind of thinking about this too. And, and like, I, I like the slim hard wheels that kind of, I don't know, they, they just give a, a little bit of like looseness to the feel of your board. I find where you're, you're not like gripped so tight to the ground. You're just kind of like, um, every, everything's a little bit squirrelier and, and a little more fun. I find with, with that type of wheel. And I actually, I have a set of wheels. So that's, that's traditionally what I've skated. I have gone as low as I think 51. I don't think I've ever gone to 50, but I've kind of experimented with it, with a couple of different ones, but um, I've got a set of wheels that I haven't set up yet for the spring. And they're actually the Spitfire formula Four one Oh one, a 54 millimeters. So I, I don't think I've ever skated anything Damn. over a 53 before, but um, again, like it comes down to kind of superficial, reasons the 54s have the silver swirl and the 53s have like a green or, or an orange or something like that and i just like i couldn't do the, the green or the orange so i was like you know what i'm just gonna try a bigger wheel i'm gonna go with the silvers and i i don't know like i'll see how it feels and the, the other thing that i, I think is kind of interesting is that um like i've been skating for about 24 years and it's the first set of spitfires that i'm gonna try oh which, wow um, dude yeah, I, I, like, I, I'm kind of hyped on it. Like, I, I, I didn't realize that I'd gone this long without skating, like, the official wheel of skateboarding. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to try them out and see how they feel. Damn. Excited for you, man. Good. I, I think you'll like them, for sure. So, yeah. I, I mean, I, I can't imagine them being bad. Like, the, the only thing is that they might feel a bit big, but even that, even that will, will fade, right? So I find that people either go to Spitfires or the Bones wheels yeah yeah the formulas. Ones. Yeah. yeah i mean a few people skate rictas i've had a few rictas actually the ones i'm skating now are rictas not uh spitfires but i think they revised their formula but i remember back when we were skating university days there were i think two sets 
a rictus that I got that flat spotted on the first session. And I just yeah, yeah. did it. I, I had a set of rictus too at one point. I like, it was kind of the only set of wheels I could get my hands on at the time. They were a weird shape. Like they were super round. Like they, they almost looked like balls, like tennis balls or something. Like they were, <laughs> like they were, they were so round and, and they didn't have like, it wasn't like a, like a, a conical wheel or a cylindrical wheel or anything like that. Like they didn't have a super wide contact patch. Like the contact patch was normal, but the wheel itself was like really fat. There was weird wheels. But... Balls wheels. Yeah. <laughs> I skated early day Richter's as well. They felt really plasticky. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if they had, I, I don't know how they are now, but the early days they're like really plasticky and the sound they made and the way they felt when you're skateboarding, like just pushing around, didn't really enjoy them too much. So yeah. Uh, same here. Quickly I had went away air, air cores, I think, at one point. I think those are the, the Richter ones. Yeah, exactly the same feeling, for sure. There are so many brands that like I want to like because of Kareem Campbell, like Richter and Orion. And like we'll, we'll get into that with the trucks, but like I just like, can't get behind some of these things. <laughs> City stars, man. Yeah. Action shoes. Yeah, action I can get behind. Action. I like action. You guys didn't buy that, the action drop, right? The one that was a few months ago? I know we were, we were talking no. about it, but no one pulled the trigger, no. right? On the No, I, I couldn't do it because like with shipping to Canada, it was like, I don't know, like I, I'm cheap. Like, we, like we've talked about it before. Like I'm, I'm, I like to peruse the sale rack and I just, I couldn't bring myself to do it. But Got your DCs, man. Those yeah. are good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My wheels, really simple. I, pretty much the same as you guys in terms of hardness. I actually really enjoyed the 99 A's Formula 4s. And I think my size was 53 as well. So I usually go around that area of 53, 54, actually. Okay. I'm thinking maybe I should go for 52s in the future. But uh, yeah, always usually go for the classic shape. But I did venture out and I tried some OJs, the Insane Thanes for the board that I have now. I've really been enjoying them. And they're a bit of like a conical shape too. And I find that they actually made... I don't know if it's a mental thing, but may actually work better for uh, like round bars when you grind them. Maybe it's a lock-in. Maybe yeah, it's yeah I was, was going to say maybe like a tighter yeah. lock-in. Yeah. So I've been enjoying that. Happy about it. But I just can't find the same wheels again. So I think I might just go back to Spitfires, the Formula 4s, and see how that goes. Maybe try 52s this time. <laughs> <laughs> and I definitely have a preference for white wheels. I can't. My first set of wheels were orange, and after that, no more. I can't stand it. <laughs> I I want like sometimes like I want so bad to be like the colored wheel guy, and and I like I I try it out, and I always end up going back to white. Like I there's something about it that just it, yeah. it just doesn't feel right. Like I, I like the look of it when I see other people skating mm-hmm. colored wheels, but whenever I have them on my own board, it just it doesn't feel right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's my little thing with Spitfire. They they have that creamish color. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when I look down at it, I'm feeling like, oh, I need a new set of wheels, but then I can't buy a new set of wheels every time. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> the one, one, uh, there's one little uh, quirk I have with wheels. I don't do it every time, but I think the first time I remember doing this, it, it, I had a set of Momentum wheels. I think they were Colin McKay Pro Model Momentums. And they had, similar to the Spitfire, they had the graphic on one side, but then on the other side, they had like another graphic where like, it wasn't, it wasn't an image. It was just text. 
kind of like how Spitfire has like the Spitfire classics or whatever around the one side and then they have the spiral. Before I got those wheels, I would always ride my wheels inside out with the graphics facing in. For whatever reason, when I set those up, I, um, I skate regular. So I, I set up the, the wheels were inside out. So they had like just the text facing out, except for the um, rear toe side wheel. I had the graphic out. Mm-hmm. And, and that kind of became a bit of a habit where I would put that one wheel with the graphic out and all the other ones uh, graphic in. I don't know why. but Interesting. Yeah. Kind of like yeah, the just, silver bolt, right? That Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Just, just like a little thing. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what it was. I don't know why I, I started doing it or, or why I kept doing it once I was doing it, but it, it just, again, like one of those things, it just kind of feels right when I get my board mm-hmm. set up that way. Did you have a set of Autobahn wheels before? I, John? I've had a couple. Yeah. I had a dual durometer once they had like the clear uh, centerpiece or whatever yeah. the, the, the urethane in the middle was clear. And then they had the white outside and those were actually amazing. Like, I love those wheels. And mm. a little while later I got a set of, this is, this is when I was feeling like adventurous. I got a set of like the Joey pepper buzz saws and cause I love Joey pepper too. Like that was a huge factor and they were like the blue and white swirl. I don't know. Like, I don't know what you would call the shape. Like they weren't like a full, conical but they had like the i don't know like the center was kind of cut out so that i guess to eliminate weight or something like that uh anyway they those ones i wasn't as hyped on i don't know if it was a it must have been a different formula or something but i i wasn't i I didn't feel as good on those but again like i also set those up with a set of autobahn bearings that i i really didn't like like they they just felt like slow not very good bearings so that could have played as much of a factor as the wheels. Yeah. You know, but just to throw it out there, I've tried small wheels before and they're pretty oh, good. Yeah. I actually enjoy them a lot. Oh, I, I, yeah, I've, I've had a few pairs of small wheels as well. Uh, yeah. They're, I like them a lot too, for sure. So maybe, like maybe next pair, next pair. Yeah. <laughs> they have a cool team too. Um, yeah. 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 They have also riders. looking into dial tone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah, uh, maybe not spits next. Maybe dial tone or, or something. The the one thing like and and I don't know, I don't know if this is true or not, but a lot of those wheel companies like Dial Tone or not small small seems legit, but like they sometimes come across as like just super generic wheels that yeah. that somebody has stamped like a graphic on, right? <laughs> yeah. And and like, which is, you know, if they're good, they're good. It doesn't really make a difference, but because everything costs like about the same amount, I'm more drawn to the brands that seem like they actually make like specialized skate yeah. wheels that are going to be quality and stuff like that. But maybe, that, maybe that's just yeah. marketing. But. Could be, but I, I think there is something to that because uh, I won't mention the company name, but <clears throat> I skated wheels that come from a deck company. Yeah. Yeah. Alien Workshop. No. <laughs> and the, and they were they were pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Plan B. <laughs> it would flat spot and chip and even the sound. I, I don't know what the durometer was as well. Like, Girl. I, I just got them cheap. <laughs> right, right. And yeah. Yeah. So don't get too stingy with your wheels. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, okay, one set of wheels that I actually loved. And I, I, I know like nothing about them. But uh, they were from Seek when like Seek was a company for a couple weeks. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. And like, I, I have no idea like what durometer they were. I think they were like a slim shape and they were just clear. Like the urethane was just clear all the way through. And they had like a, a graphic on the one side, but it was like, I don't know if you remember the seek boards, but like just kind of like a generic sort of, yeah. not generic, but like a, like a geometric um, pattern. Like it wasn't like a, a picture or something like that. And so I just turned those inside out and like, it just looked like clear wheels. And they, <laughs> I don't know, I had fun riding those. But Any more comments on wheels? Professor? <laughs> drop some knowledge on us. No knowledge, but I, I've seems like I've been out of touch with small wheels, like the team. I'm just on the website right now. Uh, I got a few pairs, I think, because Morgan was on the team back in the day. I think he's, he's still listed as part of the small wheels team, but and this might be a bit dated. But, is, is Dustin uh, Henry, is he on the team? I don't see his name here. Uh, Eunice. Oh, okay. uh, for Amrani, some reason, I thought he was. But... Uh, Ray Molinar, Tom Knox, Austin Gillette, yeah. Danny yeah. Garcia. There's some solid names. Justin yeah, Dryson, Devin Calloway. Andrew Brophy has a wheel brand, no? Have you guys tried that one? I can't remember what it was called, though. No, I, I'm I on Google right now. Andrew Brophy wheels. Let's see what... Wayward? Yeah. I think Puig Wayward is wheels? on it, too. Lucas Puig. Oh, nice. Yeah. They have a pretty... That's a, that's a good, uh, good, good squad. Good team man. there, yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. Rodrigo. Yeah. Do we, another are one, we another one to try are, out, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy Winter... <laughs> I'm going to go to their team, right? I'm just clicking. Andrew Brophy, Lucas. Yeah. Benny Fairfax, dude. I'm, I got, I'm trying waywards. Rodrigo, Tyler <laughs> Bledsoe, Diego. I, I love how we're just totally drawn in by the marketing. <laughs> we're like, yeah. Mike Carroll's on wayward. Interesting. Miles oh. Silvis, Sammy Winter. Brophy on girl, Carroll on wayward. True. True. <laughs> I don't know what Mike Carroll skated in terms of wheels. For some reason, I just thought it was Spitfire, but yeah, don't yeah, know. Yeah, I was, I don't know. I'm sure Crail had a wheel company at some point, right? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah, maybe maybe we should all coordinate the next wheels that we'll get and not overlap so we can all feedback, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good plan. It's a good plan. All right. We'll let yeah. you guys know because I think I need new wheels soon. to the next topic if you guys are all right with that yeah i just have to read this out john's john's memo trucks are the unsung heroes of skateboarding <laughs> i love that yeah and I, I think to most people and probably my wife they just look like a metal object so depending on who you are i think they look identical across all brands right and yeah there are a number of key differences that are pretty minuscule between each of these brands and models, but for you guys, what do you look for when you choose a truck and why? Your wife needs to listen to our last episode about how we perv out on metal objects like trucks. <laughs> I think I have a different perspective. <laughs> that K grind mark is, yeah. is, is, is what it's about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want easy K grind marks, then you go for Ventures or something, right? Because they <laughs> scrape down more quickly. Is that right? That's what I read. I mean, I, I skated a lot of ventures before and it, it did have a nice K grind mark on all of them, I guess. And never, yeah, never clicked. But the Indies, I mean, once it gets the groove, it, you know, yeah. it looks very nice, actually. 
Do, do we need to talk about that? <laughs> indies? I guess there's a big yeah. thing that happened around I, indies, right? Independent trucks, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got a little note in, in mind. Like I don't know. I don't know if this is what you're talking about, but yeah, um, I think with, it is. With the logo? Is that, yeah. is that what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I'll I'll, I'll jump in first then because I will mention that as well. When I was younger, just to kind of set it all up, ventures were my were my truck. And it was literally because they just seemed like the street truck to me. They were like the the truck that I associated with street skating and with East coast skating and like, which is, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure venture, like most of the rest of the industry is from California, but um, for whatever reason, like in my brain, that was an East coast truck. And so that's what I skated. And I don't know, it's funny looking back on it. Like the only truck that I've ever broken was a venture. They're annoying to set up because the, you can't get the tool in right because of the way the base plate is, but that was the street truck. So that's the one I rode. Once I started kind of experimenting a little bit, I like I, I did try a couple of different ones that were like horrible, like um, like Orion, I, I, like I mentioned before. Orions were like the worst, and I don't I don't know if they were all like this, but I had like a colored set, and the, they had like this weird coating on them. Like uh, I don't know what it was, but it was like whatever. It's almost like a plasticky coating on the color, and so like they were sticky when you tried to grind and stuff, and and then like they wouldn't loosen enough, like they were super tight. And I guess they had like a really short kingpin or something so that they'd have good clearance, I guess. But to, in order to like loosen them enough that they were skatable, my, the kingpin nut would be like half off the bolt. So like every session, my trucks would fall apart because I would just have the, have the nut so loose. And I'd have to like look around the spot for all the pieces and pick them up and like put my truck back together and use my hand to like screw the nut oh, back it's on. Oh, so like, horrible, man. Yeah, like they're a nightmare brutal. story. Yeah. And uh, so those were pretty bad. I eventually landed on Indies and I'd heard like a bunch of awesome things about independent and I'd never skated them kind of like Spitfire. Like I had been in skateboarding for a while and never tried independent trucks. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to give these a shot. And I like them. Like I, I like the way they turn. I like the way they grind. And then I found out afterwards, like the, the ones that I have are stage tens. I, I went back and like found out I got stage tens, which apparently a lot of people hate because they have like a different, geometry and they don't turn the way indies are supposed to turn but but uh but i like them they're good but then like like you mentioned like there's this problem with the logo right which is um you know it it is an issue and i've read like the independent stuff like they have like a press release that that they put out about how like the logo is not racist it's not the iron cross it's you know like whatever whatever and if you've got to create a press release to say that your logo is not racist, then like, it's probably a little bit racist. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like if people can look at it and think like that's an iron cross, then, uh, you know, you got a problem. Yeah. It's something that I keep hearing that maybe they're like changing up the logo or maybe they're doing something about it. And then they never actually seem to do anything about it. And um, I just, I don't get it. Like I, I've read the, the kind of backstory to the logo about how like how it was created and, and how um like it was you know the so, so this is my understanding it might be wrong but uh, like it was i think based on the iron cross but it was also kind of lifted from like motorcycle culture where they had like a variation of it which was um you know not supposedly not inherently racist and, and like connected to to nazism and all that stuff and and then um 
so supposedly the designer brought it in to the people when they were founding the company and the people that were founding the company were like, like, no, it looks like a Nazi symbol. We're not going to use that. And then he, he went back and he found like a bunch of um, like different uses of the image. And he found like a, a picture from, from time magazine with, with the Pope on it. And, and there's like a Christian symbol that is very similar. Yeah. So I guess, I guess the iron cross was lifted from this Christian simple mm-hmm. or whatever and then he came back and he like justified it and he was like no like look like there are all these other uses of this symbol like it's not racist like we can do it and they're like okay great but again yeah. like like i feel like if you've got to go in and justify that it's not racist then you're already like too far in you know <laughs> like like if it's if it has that high of a, a likelihood that people are going to read it as racist then you should probably just do something different, you know, but mm. I don't know that, that that's my take. I wish they would change it. I don't know why they haven't. And I hope they do. I don't know. They haven't changed it. I thought, I thought they were going to go about and not use that that's... cross and just have like independent trucks. And I saw, I think Lance mountain posts an Instagram posts of the oh, trucks okay. without the logo on the base plate. Yeah. So I, I had heard that like, and, and then, so maybe, maybe they have, and I'm, I'm wrong. I just, I keep seeing things yeah, yeah. like I keep seeing ad, ads and, and t-shirts and like whatever that still have the logo yeah. on it. And, and like, I don't know, like I get that there's like a, um, like in any sort of company, you've got things that, that are going to be released. Like everything's planned out ahead of time. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can't just jump in and be like, okay, we're changing it today because you've got all this product that's like sitting in your warehouse or, or under production or whatever that you've got to sell. But it feels like they've had enough time to like kind of get a handle on that. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe they have uh, changed it, but I, I thought I had seen like recent gear and stuff with it. So I, yeah, yeah. I just kind of assumed. Yeah, I was thinking that that's what they're doing maybe globally from a U.S. perspective, and then I saw, and maybe that's why you have this in your mind because I shared it with you too. But I saw the Evison Independent Trucks collab. I don't know if that's like more right, of a regional right. thing, and they go pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah, on the logo. So that was pretty interesting uh-huh. for me to see. Like, it seemed like the dust was just settling, and now there's like a another <clears throat> surge of this collab. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it is interesting. Like, I, I know, like, I don't know, just given the current cultural climate and everything, it, it's interesting to see a company as like prominent as independent is to kind of just get away with it. Right. Like no one, like there, there are some people who are kind of hoping that it's going to change, but nobody seems that upset about it. I'm on their website right now and it still has the, the logo. It's a little bit different, but so I wonder what that Lance Mountain post, like, I wonder what, if it, it was, it, did they actually change it or was, were there, you know, candidates? Right. There wasn't, there was a Jenkum article in the summer about artists and reimagining the independent logo. Uh, it was an interesting right, right. read because yeah, it, it did go through John, what you were talking about in terms of the history and the Maltese cross. And I should actually find that article again. It, it cause they said, basically, <laughs> I remember reading it. Here we go. They initially thought it was too Nazi, so Jim determined to use that design, scoured his sources until he found a photo of the Pope wearing a similar-looking cross. The higher-ups were satisfied. 
if it was good enough for the Pope, it was good enough for them. And the rest is recent <laughs> history. So I found that's what kind of stuck with me. And then they had, yeah, they basically showcased the different versions or new versions of the logo. But I didn't right, right. think that they chose anything. And now that I'm on the independent website in the corner, it still has their old logo. So yeah, right. who knows? Yeah. Don't know. I just, I don't know. Like, I, I just don't get it. And, and like their company, you know, like they're so established as like the truck company of skateboarding. Like, I, I think they could pretty much do whatever they wanted and people would still buy Indies. So it's, it's weird to me that they're that resistant to some kind of change. Mm-hmm. But Interesting though. Like I, I definitely understand, you know, where you're coming from for sure. It doesn't bug me that much. I mean, I just wonder, you know, in terms of this and everything else as part of this whole cancel culture movement and you know i mean yeah it's on the one hand you know you have everything that's been built up over a number of years in skate culture and again it's not to say that just because you built it up for 30 years it's right but on the flip side i guess you could say that it takes on a life of its own i guess yeah so what was once let's say a, a nazi associated symbol when skaters look at it it might not be the first thing that comes to mind so yeah yeah does that you know are you giving it a chance to evolve and change and now i don't want to say that it's just because of you know popular culture or the movement that you know cancel everything again i understand where this is all coming from but i just question you know is this if we take a step back does it you know what does it actually mean and yeah yeah Anyways, yeah, just some, yeah. just some thoughts. No, it, it's, yeah, I, I see where, like, I see your point. I, I kind of see like the inverse of that argument where I'm like, if like, like this is a marketing tool, right? Like it's, it's empty. It's kind of meaningless. So just pick a different marketing tool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if, if you are, you know, it's, it's not like this is something that's been like passed down from your family or whatever, that's important to you for some reason, or like, I, I don't know, like it's, it's, it's nothing. It's empty. It's an image that you use to sell a product. So, you know, let go and, and move on. But I don't know. That's taken us a little off course, but. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So what do you look for when you choose your trucks? <laughs> <laughs> Best segue. <laughs> usually, usually trucks without Nazi symbols on them. <laughs> But you're still skating indies though, right? Just I know, yeah, I know. It's so hypocritical. Because like I, I say all this shit and I've got I've got my indies on my board right now. I'm just trying to nose slide the the, yeah, the you iron s- cross off, you know. Sandblast it <laughs> off or you could just, just do more nose slides, yeah. yeah. I can speak from my own experience in the sense that when I first started skateboarding, I didn't buy indies because it felt too, I don't know, hardcore and army-ish for me. Yeah. And that came directly from the marketing, you know. And probably subconsciously at some point, maybe I was aware of all of that in terms of World War II and so on. But yeah, I felt like maybe that branding's not for me. I'm not I'm not really that type of guy. So I went for Grind Kings. <laughs> <laughs> Opposite ends of the spectrum, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I didn't really grind them because I started out. But <laughs> Eventually, I went through a number of trucks. I didn't skate Orions. I skated Furies, Destructos, Tensor trucks, as mentioned before. Um, did you guys have that phase where everything had to be the lightest possible? And I think that's why yeah. I skated Richters, because they were the lightest wheel. Tensors, yeah. because they were the lightest truck. 
featherlight element deck you know, yeah. just to get it as I, light as possible <laughs> i i did but my most scientific way of telling was to just lift one up and then lift the other <laughs> like like i never knew the actual weights of anything i was just like yeah, yeah this one feels lighter so yeah same <laughs> or just someone else's deck you know you're like oh yeah those yeah, yeah. trucks let me see ah mine's much lighter <laughs> <laughs> but i mean with all that said i really did enjoy thunder trucks a lot but i was convinced to skate indies eventually so pretty late in my or halfway through my skate career i guess or i shouldn't say career my hobby what do we call this <laughs> obsession um, obsession yeah I started skating indies and the turn and also how stable it was when you go down hills was something that pretty much just won me over. And I was skating those for a while until Slap convinced me to skate Ace. And nice. I guess with the turning and everything, I don't know, that opened my eyes and world to a whole new kind of way to skate. And even the grind too, it feels a lot more smooth. I don't know if the grinds down faster or anything like that, but for me, it's much more smooth and everything like that. So the turn, the grind, and the big thing versus thunder for me is the base plate. So all the those things all combined. Um, I've settled down with Ace for now. But Film Trucks is on the list for me to try if, I don't know, right time and right situation. I'll probably try it out. Yeah. Just It's a marketing thing too, but their branding, I feel like they give back 1% to the environment and everything too. And I thought like that's oh, pretty nice. cool yeah. and... I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but Jeremy Ducklin and everything, like him starting it. Right. And, and those like slappy challenges, this contest and everything he makes. I feel it's like a pretty cool truck company just from that perspective. And if they skate well, then I'd like to support them with my money in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, those do sound good. Yeah, I'm, I'm really attracted to the Ace trucks. I haven't tried them, but I, I they're on my list. Like I, <laughs> I'd like to just because i keep hearing about the turn and yeah. and i had a similar experience to you with the indies where like they just felt smooth and stable right and and it just felt like good and so like i don't know like it was the turn the turn for the indies was one of the things that kind of won me over mm. so to hear that about ace that like that's what drew you to ace yeah. away from indie i'm like well they must be really good like <laughs> And I guess one more thing to throw in there. Well, two more things. But first, the indies, I would always put in the, were they bones? The aftermarket, you know, the bushings. Oh, yeah. I would always use the medium softness ones to get that better turn. And I, I don't know, after how many trucks, I was thinking, why do I need to buy these extra bushings to make a truck that's for sale better? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, what can I just buy that would be good on its own? And then, the, yeah, my research led right. to Ace. But then the Ace that I bought, was i guess the latest version then but they for the nuts on the axles mm -hmm. they came out with those like super thin nuts and i think okay. that was a, the biggest screw up that they ever did no pun, in, <laughs> no pun intended there but because um, <laughs> <laughs> those nuts would just come off so uh, like, i remember first day skating them they came off what maybe two or three times while just heel flipping or something <laughs> brutal <laughs> and i had yeah, to look good. around for the nut the whole time <laughs> yeah and then once I sure changed them to my other nuts, normal nuts, it was all good. But yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say they sound like Orion trucks to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah. It wasn't the kingpin nuts though, so just the axles. True. You know, I, I I think what finally convinced me to get a new set of trucks was I think I actually lost part of them one night, like the 
the little the washer that sits like in between the bushings or something i yeah. think i lost it one night and i couldn't like put them back together properly and i was finally like fuck this like i need real trucks <laughs> <laughs> i think that's how aces were designed though no like when they first came out i, I think the i don't know who the people are the, the people that started the company but they modeled it after indies because they're like indies are we they've skated indies i think and it was like you know their favorite or best truck and so their goal was to make a truck that you know, turned and looked as nice, but better. So it kind of makes sense that, you know, I guess from an indie yeah. going to Ace. The other thing I was going to say was if Rolling Stone magazine is pushing Ace trucks, then <laughs> right? so they, know, they know what's up, right? There, there's Let's a, hold on. Yeah. Let's get it straight. Zoomies is pushing Ace and Rolling oh. Stone is pushing Zoomies, right? Yeah, or <laughs> I, I guess, yeah, they, they had all those complete decks that they were... Yeah. recommending to people who I, I, you know i'm 99 sure they just lifted the product description from the zoomies website and like stuck it, it was in their article such a horrible article i mean <laughs> if, if yeah i mean according to them based off of my shoe size i should be skating a 735 to 765 board like yeah yeah that's whack <laughs> you, you would be the next day one song if you would just get the right size board <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's exactly, funny though, right? they, they mentioned like those shoe sizes and everything. The first board they introduced is like the primitive 8.2 or 8.1 or something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. They didn't introduce a single like popsicle shape 7.5. Right, right, right. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely bonkers, that, that article. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what, you're, what, what we're going to see is these middle-aged men and women learning how to skateboard during a pandemic like this whole cohort, right? This new generation of skaters yeah, yeah. that's going to be skating 735 boards. Like, <laughs> what is this madness? For me, it's Thunders. I didn't start on Thunders, though. Same with Jin. Started with Grind Kings. I've tried to go, usually, in, in general, I tried to go as light as possible, but uh, which is why I skate the Thunder Titaniums. But the Axle is actually really good because since I've been doing a lot of slappies, I guess, in the past few years, the nuts on the end and even the axle get sort of bashed in. Yeah. So, mm. you know, like, I mean, the trucks I'm skating now are the Thunder Team Hollows. And I had hollows before I got into the titaniums, but because the hollow axle, sometimes when you bash them in, it kind of messes up the nuts and everything going onto it. So with a solid titanium axle, I feel like it protected it a bit more. And... Yeah, I've had Destructos, I've had Ventures and Crux. There was a point in my skate career obsession <laughs> where I had these pink Crux trucks and I think I had one or two or maybe even three pairs of those. There were Crux down lows. <laughs> I had the marble lows as well. Uh, I even had a pair of purple Crux trucks and I think that was the last ones, but the Crux grinded really well. So in general, I, th I think I went from Grind Kings to Ventures to Destructo to venture to crux to venture to thunders i think venture is probably the trucks that i've skated the longest in all these years but the trucks i like the best are the ones i'm currently skating the thunders and i've been skating thunders for seven eight years now yeah 147 thunder highs yeah it also affects the wheel size to our earlier conversation right so yeah jen maybe that's for why sure. i think the 53s make sense for ace because they're a bit higher so you can well, afford the yeah no wheel bite Minimal wheel yeah. bite. It, it's not the wheel bite that bothers me as much as um, the tail slides and nose slides sliding only on the wheels for thunders if your wheels are bigger. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you don't hit the base plate, right? You just, yeah. Hit, yeah. That 
That personally just drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's how I do my tail slides or no slides, but it doesn't really, like if you look at that part of the truck, obviously it doesn't really hit. It looks like it's brand yeah. new because it hits my wheels. But I think I am far, just far out enough. Like it doesn't really bug me, but I can see how if you lean into a tail slide, because sometimes if I lock in, like really lock into either a rail or even a ledge, mm. you could hear the, you know, the wheels yeah. scrape against the obstacle and that's when you, and then you kind of stop. Right. But yeah. once you, if you find a sweet spot, you could still slide pretty well, but yeah, I can see how that's frustrating for sure. Um, At least a balance I, between wheel and truck, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also swap out the bushings. So I use the bones oh, mediums. Yeah. But because of the pandemic and shortage of trucks, the bushings I'm skating now are the stock thunder ones which are fine it's just um i've gotten used to swapping out for the bones mediums the yellow ones um, when when you can just get a truck that has it all yeah you go for the film truck i don't swap out i use the original okay. bushings I, okay. I read really good things about them and you actually do have to skate them in so bear with like the first session pretty much mm -hmm. but after that once you have like the kingpin set and everything like i haven't touched it at all and it's yeah yeah it works good for me i don't skate them super loose though so just disclaim i don't skate them super tight either yeah i think the trucks that for me the ones that i remember not having to break in at all and grinded really smooth were the crux those are really good I've, I've heard good things about crux I've never yeah. skated them. My, like, my brother actually skated Crux a lot. And um, I like I would occasionally take his board a little bit, but I never skated them like for any sustained amount of time or anything like that. But I, I remember them as having like, like being nice, like to, just to cruise around on, like they felt good the way they turned and stuff. Their inverted kingpin really, it makes me wonder how they skate too. But yeah, maybe they're third on the list for me to try out. <laughs> yeah. But you got Smith grinds already. Like <laughs> you don't need that inverted, the super clearance. Like one thing, yeah. yeah. I mean, again, maybe I'm not doing it properly, but I struggle a little bit with Smith grinds. And remember, with the crux, they they were they were easier. But you know, I mean, if Mark Suchu can do proper Smith grinds with thunders, that's so true. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I figure I'm just yeah. doing it wrong. So yeah, you know, don't blame the gear. I just need to get better skills. <laughs> I'll but, blame the gear. <laughs> I'm, I'm sounding like an ace, like ret, but for me, the clearance already pretty much works there. It doesn't, the kingpin doesn't hit as much as it did for indies, for example. Um, right. Another thing I wanted to mention also is maybe it's because you do change the bushings in the, the truck, but the pivot cup, I've also had problems with the pivot cup breaking for, oh, interesting. for indies and thunders actually. And that really annoyed me. Like yeah. basically after one or two sessions, the, pivot cup will be broken and then I'll have to replace it. So I'll be going right. to the skate store and they'll be like, how many pivot cups do you need? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. I know some people put some lubricant or something in the pivot cup so that yeah. it doesn't make that squeaky sound. Oh yeah. I haven't really had pivot cups blow out on, on me. I've had bushings blow out on me a couple of times for sure. Um, but That's, the bones bushings are supposed to be less blowoutable because of the yeah, yeah. thing, which, you know, cause after, after a few months after, you know, especially if you're keep doing K grinds or whatever, like it flexes on one side more than the other. And usually I'll see a crack or something. Right. Right. And yeah, it's my, I think it's 
noticeable first on my front truck maybe and then my back truck yeah. but both of yeah. them get it yeah. the only the only real weird thing i think i have with trucks is um I don't, maybe it's not weird but i really do prefer them to be silver oh silver um, hands down man yeah yeah I'll, I'll take colored if it's like solid like a, like a black solid black or something like that you know like that that's okay too but um i really uh i don't like the graphic trucks me too um, but you but you went from color coordinated everything i did yeah to <laughs> yeah this is like a newer now, right? this, For, this yeah. is where i've landed after yeah, all that yeah. But even then, I, I will I will say that when I spray painted my trucks, I spray painted them in solid colors, <laughs> not not a graphic. But yeah. but one thing, and this is like again like a little thing, but it bothers me a lot. And I was looking at it like ventures today, actually online, and this is what what kind of made me think about it. But um, when they put the graphic on, they put the graphic on a lot of the times so that when they're on display oh, the, in the store, you can read it. But when you set your truck thing, up, it's backward. It's upside yeah, down. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's the upside like, down. It's ridiculous. Like yeah. why do you want to skate an upside down graphic on your truck? I don't know. I just, <laughs> that irks me. Yeah. Pure silver or polished, whatever it's called. Yeah. The uh, raw, the raw is the best to yeah. me. Like I, I love the look of just like a raw truck. But yeah, polish is good too. Polish base plate as well, though. For me, it's got to be silver yeah, yeah. for for both of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I guess we all had our days, right? I, I skated yeah. thunders. I think the base plate was blue, and the yeah. little slider thing was yellow on mine, <laughs> and the hanger was silver. Oh yeah, on the, on the tensor. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I have to say yeah. though that it did work though. The yeah. lighting, whatever, what do you call it? Slide plate or yeah, yeah. I I think it works. Like I I have a hard time telling because like I don't know. You also progress, right? So you True. like it's hard for me to 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 gauge it because like I can slide better now than I could when I had tensors, but I also remember feeling like I could slide. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was mental, but like I felt like I had a better a better slide with those two. I don't know the colors though, man. Yeah, the colors and also the turn. Well, as you progress, I guess, well, my trucks were really tight in the beginning, but as you progress, I guess they get more loose and you actually enjoy the cruise, right? Right, right. (laughs) So once that was all coming to factor, I was thinking like, oh, these trucks don't really work too well for that. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, that became more of a priority. All right, cool. Are we done with trucks? I I feel like we might have to expand further. around branding but like, like with logos and stuff another day yeah yeah <laughs> yeah all right end segment <laughs> the weekly stoke got you guys hyped let, let, let's keep this let's keep this let's keep this lively and happy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> weekly right, stoked right. does anybody have anything they have seen read or done lately that i guess you're hyped on and you just want to share with our with the three of us right now and anybody who is interested <laughs> yeah i um actually this weekend 
uh, I was watching the Vans credits video uh, with my kids. And uh, what got me really hyped was there were two things, like we watched through the video and there were two things that they wanted to see like again and again. And it was at the start when Una slams, when she does, um, I don't know, I don't even know what the trick's called. It's like a bean plant or something like into the bank. And she, she slams coming down. So they wanted to see that again. And then uh, the other part that they wanted to see was when uh, Fabiana gets, gets grabbed by the cops when she rolls off that, that roof thing. So it was just like, I don't know. I, I was <laughs> really like, I don't know. I, I was proud. I was like hyped up that like the two things that they got super excited about were like seeing this girl slam and get back up to try it again. And then seeing this other girl, like just not listening to the cops and try a trick anyway. And then, getting grabbed and, and set down on the curb. So I was like, they're, they're getting it. Like they're getting the, they're getting what skating's about, you know? What video was this again? Sorry, I didn't watch it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, it's, it's credits. Yeah. It's, it's a band's video credits. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's sick. It's a good one. JP Souza. JP Souza. Visual. It's like a two minute part, almost three minute part short. I think he's pro for visual and, uh, Awesome part, smooth tech street part. Visual is they've got great board graphics. Yeah, yeah, great board graphics. So uh, visual the is trick. Is it's, uh, Joey like Brzezinski, Matt Miller, and okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Are you on Team Burrito? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You brought up Andale, and now you bring a visual, and you know. oh yeah, <laughs> maybe. Vis- I I actually yeah like yeah. Yeah, it didn't it was only recently actually that I went to their website and followed them on Instagram. It's just yeah, the graphics are awesome and uh sort of pretty captivated by a lot of the the artwork. So and this sounds kind of cool, visual. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. But the part, how, the part how superficial really are we? Yeah, pretty pretty <laughs> superficial. Pretty superficial. <laughs> I like the but, name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Visual. This is, this is like my, my thing with like 90% of my skate gear. I'm like, I like that guy that they're paying to use the product. So that's probably the good one. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, when he pushes, he makes that look cool. Oh man, his jacket. I want that now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one guy, that one guy who rides that board has a nice jacket. So that's probably the best kind of board. <laughs> Sorry, Sawyer. <laughs> No, second last trick is awesome. Switch back tail, 270 heel out. The smoothest switch back tail, 270 heel out I've ever seen. It's wow. just amazing. Yeah. And whole part is really good. So that, that hyped wow. me up a lot. JP Souza. I'm just checking out their graphics right now. They do look sick. Yeah. Point. I, like, I like the look yeah. of them. Yeah. A lot of them are just, they're, they're very nicely very nicely done i don't see any uh dragon ball z collaborations though so, <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> no, no collab yeah so, okay oh man let's do an episode at some point about how, about how collabs just have to stop what are you talking about man it's been there's it's too much collabs the best thing to happen to skateboard <laughs> <laughs> to everything everything's a collab <laughs> i can't take it anymore uh, seriously i can't take it as much as i want to love them for the history and i guess all the awesome videos girl and their collab sort of killed it for me yeah yeah but yeah as he's mentioned 
we can talk about that another day. <laughs> um, my Stoke, I don't know if you guys have seen the uh, the Yankin video interview with uh, Werner Herzog. Oh, my brother sent me a link to that the other day. I haven't I haven't watched yeah. it yet. But. It's a really short interview, or the video is pretty short, but it makes you want more. He's a, I guess he's a film director, but he does a lot more beyond that. Like, uh, what what do you make Nosferatu? Have you watched Grizzly Man? That no, came out no. a while back. Yeah, so he makes these films and everything, and I guess somehow Yankum got to interview him about skateboarding and just get his commentary on some skate clips and stuff like that. And it's just it was interesting to hear what he had to say and everything. And I thought it was pretty cool how like his comments, like that was a clean one. You know, he he said that about oh, a trick, yeah. for example, and I was like, oh wow! Like even from the outside. <laughs> someone who's maybe never skated or has been involved, but they still sort of get it, you know? Yeah. And I don't I, I think that's a bit rare or I haven't met that many older people who've never skateboarded who sort of get it, you know? Yeah. That, I, I got, sorry to interrupt, but I have a, a little, like a mini story that kind yeah, of relates yeah, to that. Before. So there was a, like a phase in in my life where i was hanging out a lot with this one guy who skated and this other guy who didn't skate and um we were spending a lot of time together and the they were both musicians as well and so the guy who didn't skate was uh like i think he was primarily a drummer but he also like played piano and played guitar like he was a multi-instrumentalist and and uh we were hanging out one time watching skate videos and uh the guy who didn't skate was like kind of getting like hyped up on a couple of things. And, and we were, we sort of asked him, we were like, what is this like for you to, to sit and watch these videos? Like it must be so boring. And, and he was like, and, and he mentioned, he was like, I, I don't really like, I, I don't really know all the time what's going on, but it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like music. He, was, he said, like, when I see someone, I can see when they've done something a little bit differently or when they've added something in that the other guy didn't do. And like, and, um, and like with, uh, like combo tricks or whatever, for example, like he compared it to drumming. He was like, it's almost like when you hear like a drummer do a fill and you're, and you, it's like in that drummer's sort of style. And it's something that is just sets it apart a little bit from, from another drummer and another drummer's take on that song. And, uh, like that was cool. It was like a similar experience where you're, you're seeing like this person who's kind of outside of it, but they can interpret it sort of through their own um, yeah, yeah. sort of lens and, and, and get part of it that way. But Yeah, for sure. I like that. Um, yeah. I, I just recall my dad also, I think he saw a clip of my friend that I filmed. He's like, yeah, uh, that's, that's pretty cool. He landed more than one trick in a row. (laughs) 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 He sort of gets it in the fact that, you know, it's maybe not as easy as it is. So, right. Right. (laughs) That always sticks to me in the sense of someone who's never really skateboarded. And I guess he just sees me skateboarding all the time. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that he's never seen you land more than one trick in a row. Probably. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I don't know if I've ever actually landed more than one trick in a row. So, <laughs> well, I mean, if if a push counts as a trick, then yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you if you do it well enough, you yeah. go you go to the right spot. You get a nice smooth push. That's the first trick. Then you do a trick. That's the second trick. And then you roll down the hill, and that's the third <laughs> trick. <Right>. So, <laughs> <laughs> professor, any any 
anything that you've researched while we were talking? Yeah, I've been, I've been, um, <laughs> I feel like you were doing some research. <laughs> dude, I've, I've just been on this visual site, right? They have a blog, <laughs> they have a blog and it's just photography, but of pretty nice photography the, you guys should check it out it's actually it's pretty cool that's, that's what they yeah so women, so so halfway through our weekly stoke you just checked out <laughs> no i was the, i was on... so so i was like <laughs> I, f- I feel like this is devolving fast like, here, let, was... let me share this screen of these okay, pictures so... of women well when they first launched i remember is they it... used a pretty famous photographer like who photographs women and that was like their full branding in the sense of them being on the decks. I that was from a few know. years back. I, I don't know when they first came out. I remember. Next decks we're going to get, we're going to skate some visual decks. We're going to get film trucks <laughs> and we're going to get small wheels. Is that, is that? <laughs> yeah. I think setup. that's the consensus. Andale bearings. <laughs> we should get Joey Brzezinski on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of leave it to you to talk to him the whole time. Then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right guys good stuff as always yeah good catching up righty yeah good to see you guys again thanks for stopping by thanks for listening yeah (laughs) get out in the streets yeah see you in the streets (laughs) go have some fun (laughs) (laughs) keep it real keep it peaceful love wear your your mask wear your mask respect others yeah later (laughs) later